Hi, I'm Bran, and I love Up TV movies. <laughs> hey, it's Panda, and I like Up TV movies. Uh, uh, okay. <laughs> I'm Dan, and I despise Up TV movies, and this is the Deck the Hallmark, Hallmark Podcast. Boy, Brand. Uh, can you believe it? Bramblefest 2022 live deck the Hallmark recording. We did it. I, I honestly, I can't believe it, but we are here, so I guess I, in a sense, I, I can. This is good stuff. Because what is belief? Amen. Amen. Good. Amen. Uh, and that good. brings us to Up TV. Uh, we're talking about Up TV this week, which is uh, something we've never, never done. done? And so we so we, we thought we, for we, the live show, for Panda's last show, for Panda's last show, we should just do up we TV. We should do up TV. That's right. Let's not do Hallmark. And for no Panda other reason, Fair. those were the reasons. Those were the- For Bramblefest yeah. and Panda's last show, it was like, yeah. you know, who knows what's hearing on Hallmark, let's do up TV. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. exactly Good. right. That's exactly, that's exactly <laughs> right. Uh, I got to tell you, it's been a blast this weekend, fellas, hasn't it? It's yeah. been so much fun. We've had uh, Andrew Walker's been here all weekend. Yes. Antonio Cayon has yes. been here all weekend. Patrick Serrano has uh, been here all weekend. Lifetime on court. Alonzo Dorado has been here all yes. weekend. And the star of the engagement plot, Jax, has been here all weekend. Yes. What 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 a day! Now I see you. You're you're doing something over there. I baked this at home. I did okay. not. Um, one of our uh, double deckers, Meredith, claims that if you don't like fruitcake, you've okay. not had good fruitcake. Right. Ooh. Great. And her mom, Bev, uh, uh, makes the best fruitcake, of which she has given us some. So we are going to all right. not only taste the fruitcake, but bring up regular contributor, co-host, uh, film reviews editor of The Wrap, Alonzo Duraldi. Yeah, Come right. on up, buddy. And, and a fruitcake uh, fan. Yes, he is the guy that's like, no. He's been pushing fruitcake for years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's saying there is a fruitcake revolution that we are in the midst of. I did see them live. This netting, I'm supposed to take that off as well? Okay, you want to hold this, buddy? I would love to. It's a netting situation. What type of net we got there? Is that you? Like a, you will oh, no, stand with the fruitcake revolution, or you will be crushed in the streets. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sure, yeah. Oh. Now, is there anything we need to know about this fruitcake and like what makes it special? Lots of brandy. Lots of brandy and no candy fruit, and Bev's love. I love the name Bev. I wish all moms were named Bev. All right. All right. Are, we, are we ready to go? Yeah. Gentlemen, let's eat. Let's eat. So I'll say this. Um, the cake is very moist. It's a good cake. Occasionally, there's something about the, the weird, like, it's not a crunch, but that texture when you chew fruit that's been, like, in things. 
oh, it's a walnut. Then it's not a fruit at all. Um, that throws, throws me off a little bit. Um, I don't know that it's my thing, but it certainly doesn't live up to the fruitcake is terrible and just gets passed around as a gift. Like, I can understand how people would enjoy this, even if that people isn't this people. Duraldi? I hate to be that guy eating on a microphone because I know there are people who tune out of podcasts for that. This is delicious. Um, as, I, as I try to tell you, I think fruitcake got a bad rap from all of those horrifying bright red and green cherries. And, you know, the, the, uh, I, from, I grew up in Georgia, the Claxton fruitcake that you would always give to your teacher, which always seemed kind of passive aggressive to me. <laughs> But actual homemade fruitcake with good fruit and good nuts and booze is dynamite. And this is delicious stuff. So thank you, Bev. Yeah. yeah. Well done. Uh, I approve. Is, this is only my second uh, fruitcake I've ever had, second slice of it. And uh, the first slice I ever had was about 15 years ago, and I gagged. Uh, so this is delicious. Like this is wonderful. Uh, yes, I did not gag. I it was wonderful. Yeah. Very good. Now, uh, Brand, you the fruitcake that you made in July, you brought out so we could try that as well. Bring yeah. that on out now. Yeah. Is it? Yeah, yeah in the lost in the uh, nope. the drive over from. Oh, you didn't you didn't make house. it. Okay, yeah. good talk. Oh, uh, I <laughs> love Bev so much. I love Bev so much. She's wonderful. I love Bev so much. And I love Bev, Bev so much. much. I love Bev so much. Are we, uh, are we ready to talk about the engagement plot? Are we ready to talk about the engagement plot? I think yeah, we yeah, are. Yeah. The, en this. the engagement plot originally aired on August 21st, 2022. 2022, float me a nap. <laughs> I bought just a Bramblefest ticket, Brand. <laughs> there was a secret promo code for the year, and I said, give it to me. How much was it? It was 12 racks of ribs. I don't know what that is. Use your chart. Use your chart. There's a rib to dollar that's chart. Not a, that's not a bad deal. It's not a bad it's deal. It's not a bad deal. You know what would make it sublime? What's that? Float me a nap. I. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> And Rippy, I just want on the record, I planned that. You did no such thing. You'd never hand out naps because you don't hand them out to me. You just let me sit here with sticky hands. But what about the nice people? Those nice people are picking up your slack again. You're dropping slack all over the place. Here a slack, there a slack, everywhere a slack, slack. You slack dropper. You're a slack dropper. That sounds dirty. <laughs> Rippy, can I... Can you get on with it? Get on with it! Thank you, Rippy. Float me a nap. It originally... Actually, uh, that fruitcake. I'm going to use one of these naps. This it originally uh, originally aired on April... Uh, I'm August 21st, 2022. And it went a little something like this. Meet Will Preston. He is filthy rich. And he is the lead in a reality television program called The Price of Love. It's a reality show where he... 
looking for love. It's the start of the show, and he's meeting all the girls. They're all snooty and blah. We don't like them, but we do meet Hannah Knights. She's a down-to-earth teacher who loves the Lord and catches his eye. The other contestants call her Holy Hannah, and she's like, may God have mercy on your soul. Uh, it is time for him to make the first cuts to narrow the field down from 10 to 8. And you're like, this is going to be a long movie. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, One by one, they come forward. He gives them a medallion, puts it around their neck. The last girl called is someone who's really caught his eye. Holy Hannah Knights. Hannah calls her best friend Carly. Who I gotta say, I don't know Carly personally or anything, but she seems like she's just the best person. She really does. She really does. Top notch. You can see it. It's in the performance. It's in the performance. Uh, Hannah and Will take a stroll through the woods and talk about eating desserts and stuff. When a producer asks if she is falling for Will, she says, I don't care that he's rich. I care that he listens and respects my faith. So, yeah, I'd say. Uh, the producer is taking, uh, is talking to his boss, and she's like, he cannot end up with Holy Hannah. It's time for Will to meet the families, and he's uh, just having an absolute blast chatting it up with Hannah's dad. After the cameras stop rolling, she's talking to her dad, and she says, I'm falling for him, but I, like, I don't even know how this could possibly work out. He's like so different, but yeah, I think I kind of love the guy. The producer listens in. It's time for the final pick. It's between Kelsey and Hannah. The producer says that he heard Hannah say that there's no way that they could end up together because they come from such different backgrounds. Will finds this out. It gets him thinking, can this work? He says no. It's time for the final pick, and he proposes to Kelsey. She says yes, and we hate it. Flash forward four months, Will goes into a board meeting and has to explain why BuzzFeed is saying he's broken up with Kelsey because now it's affecting sales. He says, yes, Kelsey broke up with me because my company was collapsing thanks to the internet, falling in love with Hannah and turning on me. His board says, we have an idea. Cut to Hannah, she's teaching her class of students, and the students love spilling the tea about Will and Kelsey and how they split. She's like, what? Get out of here. Hannah's dad is driving one night and sees a broken down car. He stops, and son of a gun, it's Will. He brings Will to his house, and when Hannah sees him, she promptly leaves. He uh, stays the night at her dad's and sleeps on the couch. Hannah goes home, looks at social media, and feels empowered, like we all do, I think, personally. That's my experience, at least. Uh, The next day, she agrees to go for a walk, and he apologizes, uh, and she tells him uh, what else she said in the conversation with her dad.
dad and he's like well, well that's the, that would have been good information to know that's a real bummer um so here's the deal my business is struggling uh, i got an idea want to get engaged it's just a marketing ploy um and so once the business is back up and running you can go back to living your life or whatever but this is all about business and she's like mm, hard pass for me that doesn't stop will from sticking around because his car is still broken what can you do his hands are ties uh so he goes fishing with hannah's dad and he's like "Ugh, i just hate that i did this to her and dad says if i know hannah if she's closed the door it's unlikely she'll reopen it but if she does (laughs) it would be because you actually wanted to get to know her Hannah's amazing, just wonderful, truly delightful friend is like, hey, maybe you should do this. Maybe you should get some money. Big whoop. It's whatever. And she's like, I don't know. But then Hannah gets home and sees a stack of bills unpaid. Uh Uh-oh. I guess she has no choice. She's in for the The engagement plus. They get back uh, out of a car into the city. They're greeted by all the press. They confirm their dating, and she kisses him real big ones. And then they go ring shopping, but the one that she wants is too cheap, so they have to go with a real big boy. No one wants that. Uh, one night after dinner, Will gets ambushed in an alley uh, by, the, <laughs> by the TV producer saying that he knows that this is fake, and if they don't do an interview, he's going to leak it to social media. Um, She goes wedding dress shopping with his mom, and when uh, Will sees it, he's like, Awooga! And then somehow they end up kissing, because why the heck not? Hannah agrees to do the interview with Will, but uh uh-oh, turns out Kelsey got an invite too. And Kelsey says she heard the rumor about the engagement plot. Will is like, um, okay, uh, it's true, but we are actually in love. But then Kelsey says, I know when you're lying. And they start arguing. So Hannah's like, stop it, everyone. I'm going to tell you the truth, the whole truth, nothing but the truth. So help me, Andrew Walker. Okay. (laughs) So she tells the truth, and then she leaves. Her dad gives an inspirational speech, and Will resigns from his company. He uh, calls her and is like, uh, I told you that I wouldn't just show up anymore, but do you want to talk? And she's like, okay. And he says, look up. And he's there, and it's we're fine with it. They take a stroll down the street, and he says he wants to help save her dad's store with all the money. And she's like, wow, you are sweet and compassionate. He ends up proposing with the original ring that she liked. She says yes. And that, my friends, was the Engagement Plot. We did it. We did do it. Yeah, we did. We're going to take a quick break. Oh, fantastic. We got we to gotta pay those, the electricity oh. bill. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Here on Deck the Hallmark. You know what's wild is that ZocDoc ad was just someone sneezing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's all it was. Well, the message yeah, we just, the we message. just shortened it down to a sneeze, and I believe it was Tracy, who's the producer, yeah. who's not even supposed to sneeze. What do you mean not supposed to? Like yeah, if, you, can you stop sneezes, Dan? Are you able to stop sneezes, Dan? 
I've never stopped your sneezes, no. What about your sneeze? I mean, I feel like you can stop if you need to. Oh, are you God now? You can at least mute your mic, right? I could have done that, yes. Okay, okay. (laughs) That's all I needed. Uh, It's time to break down the engagement plots. Mm. We are going to do that with four segments. We're going to start with the hot take. Now, I just got word from the 1993 TV guy. Oh, this is big. You've been waiting on this one. You've been waiting on this one, buddy. Please, Lord. That Panda is going to be 2022's hottest taker. Yes. Yeah, I get it. But only... If he nails this one. Oh, okay. man. A lot of it pressure all comes here. Down a lot to of this. pressure. Panda, okay. what did you think of the engagement plot? Guys, listen. This is an up TV movie. I've never seen one before. Um, and what can I say? It landed the plane for me. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> Let me tell you why. This is important. All right? First of all, it met me as a spiritual place where Hallmark has not yet met me. And that is, it gave me a fall movie. <laughs> this is a fall movie. I guess kind of. No, they were in coats. There were hats. <laughs> there were hats. There were a lot of hats. Lord knows there were hats. There were hats yes. galore. Yes, yes, yes. There was <laughs> not a shortage of hats. There were there were apples and coats. And there were, yeah. And it, leaves that were not all green. Yes. And so it worked for me. Uh Listen, uh, this movie is wild. I, I really thought that this was going to be the, the the reality show the whole time. And then uh-huh. all of a sudden, they twist that. And then it, it's just, I didn't know what to expect. So I really enjoyed that. Uh, I love, this is my favorite Rachel Boston performance. Uh, she is so charming in this movie. Uh, her friend, pretty good too. I like Carly a lot as well. She's great. So good. Uh so yeah, guys, I, 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 man, for our fall set of movies, it's number one. So uh, <laughs> catch up, Walmart. <laughs> one of one, correct? Well, yeah. I number gotta, one, Dan. One, number yeah. one. I, I gotta say, uh, this movie is wild. It just yeah. twists and it turns and then it turns again. You know, I love a good fake, uh, in, uh, not a fake, fake engagement, but a fake relationship just in general uh, movie. And so that worked for me. And I gotta say, there was just something about this movie that just hit on every cylinder. And I had an absolute blast. It could have been the company that is pretty decent. <laughs> It could have been the fact that my friend Jax was in the movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, uh, it could have been the fact that, I don't know, I was just feeling good today. But all the things lined up, I love this movie. Yeah, of course you both loved it. This is going to be tough. <laughs> you know, it's, this is the first time we reviewed a movie where the actor's in the crowd. Um, and, uh, and I will say this, when it started off and like rifled through the reality show, I was like, this movie doesn't know what it's doing. And then over the next hour, that proved to be correct. Um, <laughs> because it was atrocious. Um, I, listen, I, I'm sorry. I, there are some bright shining moments, including our beloved Jacqueline Collier for sure. But. <laughs> But there are a buffet of accents in this movie. Um, 
And some of the actors went to the buffet for seconds and thirds, um, which was confusing to all of us. Uh, I, I feel like they didn't make the most of their low-budget locale. Um, Rachel Boston was really, really solid. I, Jax, I did really enjoy what you brought. Um, but all in all, I definitely 83 minutes that I, I want back. Agree to disagree. Yeah, no, I mean... And I also think it was more like 85 minutes, if that... It was, it was more a little longer. Yeah, it is. Oh, it's 85. It did feel it. It felt every bit of it. I, You know what I've learned is doing these live at Bramble Fest, I get booed a lot in the Deck yeah. the Hallmark segment. That's and that's okay. That's okay. Thank well, let's you. see, Dan, if you that's can right. redeem yourself with some feels. It's time for all the feels. Sparsha, we talk about what in this movie gave us all of those feels. Panda, any feels for you? Oh, I absolutely love... Uh, Rachel Boston's character. She is sassy. And one of my favorite scenes is when, uh, uh, what, what's his name? Uh, Trevor, Trevor. Yeah, Trevor. And what's his name in the movie? Will. Will. Will, Will comes uh, at, to her house and she just keeps saying no. That's hilarious. I love that. Uh, I got teacher feels in the classroom. Those kids are adorable. I could have watched more classroom scenes. Those kids are great. Yeah. Um, I just want to say really quickly, the to the fall of this movie, the scenery in this movie was gorgy, right? It was amazing. Gorgy sounds... It was great. It was gorgeous. <laughs> it was gorgy? I, I was trying a new thing. I realized it didn't work. Don't feel good about gorgy. <laughs> I, I, I caught it before I... Stuck with it. Um, the the scenery was gorgeous. I agree. I thought there was a lot of like witty, quick ones mm -hmm. that were like really unique and really fun to to this movie in particular. Um, but give me give me that scenery all day long. And as Panda likes to say, twice on Sundays. Twice, twice on, on Sunday. Um, yeah, I got a couple. This kid in Hannah's fifth grade class is. Just fantastic. Mm, yeah. I mean, just the sass, the attitude, the opinion. She's wonderful. I would have liked to see more class scenes, but it's tough when you're a teacher that only teaches one day a year. Um, <laughs> we'll get to that uh, later. I do love... I do love that uh, uh, our beloved Jacqueline Collier is put into that box of having to be the quirky best friend, which is tough because you only have a few scenes, but you're supposed to be there to be quirky. But she does get to deliver one slow motion, oh my Lord line that I found to be great. And it was even better when Trevor Donovan tried to deliver it later in the movie. Uh, <laughs> Jacqueline's was better when uh, to, uh, Trevor Donovan tried to deliver it later in the movie. Uh, so yeah, those two. Those are my two feels. Uh, shall we take one more quick break? We'll come back with the wait what? We can, yeah, sure, yeah. absolutely. Okay, let's see who sneezes this time. Okay. <laughs> the two. Rick, was that you? I am really sorry. I had a different brand of cigarette. It was wild. But I did watch this movie. I got to say. Why aren't you at Boss Baby Fest? I, it ended early. The Boss Babies got tired. <laughs> uh, and then they, uh, there, was a, there was a little bit of problem with the film. We were showing a bootleg copy from Fitzy's that we had recorded. Why did you need to get bootleg copies? Because bootleg copies are inherently better. <laughs> they get the shaky cam. It's in like a, a real cinema. You want to get that full experience on that tube TV at the Red Roof Inn. You know what I'm talking about. I do know what you're talking about, which right? is a shame. Uh, yeah, that's the good Boss stuff. Boss Baby Fest was delightful. I stole yeah, away yeah, for a few yeah, minutes You earlier. came over. You had a ciggy or two. Well. Look, they had ashtrays. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> and not in the baby room, of course. <laughs> We're here. Does that, is that a problem, though, with the, con the fact that they're... Con Conjoining yeah. rooms? Yeah, you Smoke said Smoke doesn't it. cross the line. No, 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 no. Smoke doesn't. There's a door. 
Right. There's a door there. <laughs> Snakes don't cross the line. That's exactly right. This is exactly, That's right. That's exactly right. Um, it's time for the way. What is the part of the show we talk about? What in this movie made us go wait? What? Panda, anything? Uh, at one point, Hannah says, it's a castle. I don't get great cell phone reception. Um, and, <laughs> and then proceeds to have a great cell phone conversation. <laughs> I mean, it's crystal clear. Uh, so it's perfect. I have, I have questions. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, just a just a thing. Uh, Will says at one point, I don't see my family very often. I live an hour away. Yeah. Um, yeah. I feel like that's on you. Uh, yeah, that's a, tr- that's a choice you're making. Uh, the other thing is in the the candy apple store. Her dad, he's delightful. First of all, I really like her dad. He's a, he's a little odd. Uh, he's a little odd, but I like him. But on the 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 pin board right behind him, it, there's a sign that just says uh, cream and sugar. Uh, and I I don't understand it. I don't understand why you would have a sign that just says cream and sugar up there. But it's there, and I appreciate it. Uh, and then That's finally, <laughs> do you have? If you had a, let me ask you: If you had a restaurant, <laughs> would you have a sign that just said "cream and sugar"? Yeah. It's a great way. What panda? Don't let yeah. him tell That's you. Great. I'm it's, down. Great. <laughs> it's great. It's uh, great. And then finally, I want to go back to the cream and sugar real quick because uh, <laughs> I don't think you guys saw what I saw. It just said "cream and sugar." Right. Yeah. Never mind. All right. Finally, there's a priest. He just grabs an apple and just nods and walks out. That's right. He doesn't even say anything, and I yeah. want to know more about that guy. Uh, straight, he's well, it looks guy. like he's about to get a tray of six. Like, he's handing the six, and, and he's then like, he just, just one for me today. And then he just stares yeah. at him. It's a nod. I feel like something shady is going on. Some poor doesn't. extra. Some poor... He's a real... No. Father Randy? Man, unbelievable. Love Father Randy. Oh, good gosh. Yeah. <laughs> He works now. He's a real priest. Don't you feel terrible about yourself? <laughs> it said cream and sugar. I just <laughs> want to repeat that. It's just cream and sugar. That's it. Um, I'm now aware of why the bachelor shows like do roses or something. Necklaces are very like yeah. There's a lot that could there. get that could get lengthy. You know, that's I, right. You're like trying to do the thing. That's that's a lot to do for. Eight girls in a row. That's yes. a lot of doing this. There's a lot of this elaborate, elaborate thing instead of just handing somebody like a, hey, here, here, you're, you're, you're moving on. You, you did it. Congratulations. Um, the, I want to know about the hat budget in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> this is why, this is so why the rest many. of the budget was so small. <laughs> it was like, well, we need, we need one million for hats. Duh. We, yeah. What do we got left? Oh. <laughs> Max, did you have to bring your own hat? Okay. Do you want to come up here real quick? Come yeah. On. Give us, give us that hat info. Okay. So, uh, Rachel, they purchased a hat for her, and it looked cute. So I bought my own hat and asked if I could wear it in the movie. They said yes. Then the other girl in the movie that was wearing a hat saw that I was wearing a hat and Rachel was wearing a hat. She bought her own hat and asked if she could wear it in the movie. And then they were oh, like, I guess no. this is the thing we do. And they got Rachel two more hats. And I think it, I think it worked out. It, it, so I this is have- your fault is what you're saying. <laughs> you're responsible for the hat debacle in this movie. You. Well, I do have a question, though. Do you think this movie, we could poll the audience as well. Know. Did it have more hats or more accents? Ooh, baby. That's a good question. 
That's a good question. Oh, That's it's accents. Question. I mean, the. I'll get to my way once in a second, but but his driver had more accents than half <laughs> in the movie. I mean, That's exactly I, like, right. I, what do you want? Um, at one point, Will um, talking to. Uh, uh, should, should I pause? Is this is important. Yeah, Jessica and I are just having a conversation. Yeah, continue. Okay, I, I'm, so, so I, I'm sure it's really great. I just no, didn't it's know good stuff. I didn't know it'll, um, it'll it'll translate really well when people listen to their cars. Yeah. <laughs> the one side it. of our conversation is going to go great. They're going to love it. Um, he says to her, "I guess you heard we broke up." To which she says, only lost civilizations haven't. Well, I, I like, just a, like a day ago, you didn't know eight-year-olds had to tell you. Eight-year-olds. Right. Well, eight-year-olds. Only late. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I just want to point out, like, he could have called his driver at any point in time. Yeah. The driver that he has <laughs> ready to go at a moment's notice could have come and picked him up at any point in time. Uh, why did they, if, if, if you couldn't buy the cheap ring, why show the poor girl the, the cheap ring? I don't get it. That is cruel and unusual that. punishment. You just show the ones that you have to do. Um, I'm not a big, uh, I don't know, I don't make movies, Andrew, but I, everything I've ever known about them is that when someone behind the camera counts down, they don't say like one really loudly. Five, four, three, two, one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and um, I, I, uh, I, no, I'm good. I knew we were in for a treat when early on, uh, Will and Hannah are having a moment, and they show a montage of them together of clips we've not seen yet. I don't know if you caught that, but there's a whole montage of clips of them doing something that we've has never been established for us in this film. Uh, so they just skip straight to the point where they've got chemistry, I guess. Uh, this driver's accent is, there should be a dissertation on this thing. He, I feel like he's making audition tapes for six different films in five different countries. Uh, he goes all over the map and ends at Scarface. I, don't, I just... <laughs> I don't, I just, it was impressive. The, um, the amount of time in every scene to go, what's my choice here? Like it was, I was blown, blown away by it. I just couldn't believe it. Can we talk about the aggressive foot shot of Trevor Donovan in this movie? <laughs> that was a lot. <laughs> like, so the guy, or whoever, whomever directed this, watched a lot of Tarantino and was like, you know what we're going to do here? Trevor Donovan foot shot, please. Just an establishment shot for the ages. That's a great toe, though, right? Um, it's, it is a toe. Um, the dad couldn't be more consistently wrong about his daughter if he tried. <laughs> I, like he was like, you'd have better, you're not going to talk to her. You'd have better luck getting a hearing impaired yak to talk, which, okay, going after disabled yaks, <laughs> calm down. First of all, second of all, she talks to him the next day. And then he's like, well, if she closed the door, she's not going to open it. Well, door just creeps right open. I don't like you like just read, just read your daughter. Like one time, have you ever met her before? They make such a big deal about him fly fishing with her dad and putting on these waiter pants for them to go down to the creek and stand on the land. They're waiters, not standers. You could have stood in your cargo shorts, Dad. 
If you put on the waders, get in the water. Are you kidding me right now? They even make a point for her to go, you putting on the pants? And they're like, they're waders. Like, all right, fly fish extraordinaire. And then you get down there and you're like, no, we're good. We don't want to get wet. Not in this scene. Don't have the budget for it. Spend it on hats. I just like... It was, it was uncanny. I kept waiting for them to stop practicing casting and get in the water. I'm like, oh, no, this is them fishing. This is it. This is the whole scene. We did it somehow. Um, I, uh, I'm impressed with this film's commitment to not show screens. Every time there's, a, there's FaceTime, you never see anyone on a screen. You just see, like, Jack staring at the camera. <laughs> That she's doing a great job. And you, you see, you know, Rachel Boston staring at her phone, but you never do the thing where you see the actual FaceTime conversation because boom, it's not happening. It's not happening. <laughs> They're not even trying to make it look like it's happening. Um, and then uh, lastly, and I, you did point this out in the synopsis, but this is the weight what of the movie, in my opinion. This producer is an esteemed producer of reality television. He has apparently contractual rights to 18 months of relationship data and coverage of this dude after the show ends. That all seems above board. Does he have his people call Trev's people? No. Does he send an email, a fax, a memo? No. He jumps him in a back alley. <laughs> He, what, he, sh he shows up in bright white and goes, listen here, punk. <laughs> like, what's the play there? What's the play? Like, it, it, are you, are you going to murder him? Like, what, what are you doing? Like, that's, they were like, well, how do we get this scene done? Well, what if he tries to mug him? <laughs> what if the producer just tries to mug him? That, that'll, that'll work. Uh, yeah, that's all I got. I just love that that guy was back there after he <laughs> he's had like, dinner. Like, I know where he's going to go right <laughs> after this dinner. Yeah. The back alley. <laughs> That's where he will never know I'm there. Uh, it's time for uh, what's typically called the what the hallmark. I think maybe this should be like, what's up with that? What up with what's up with what? What did you say? Instead of what the hallmark, like what up with that? What up with that? Is that what we're calling it? Because it's up TV. What up with that's really good. I like it. Thanks. What up with that? What up with that? What's up with that? What's up with that? I said, what's, what's up? up? I said, what's, what's up? up? What's that? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what's that? Did you say, what's that? Yeah, I did. What's that? I did. What, what's that? It was so um, good to then, too. Panda, what are you still wondering about that you would like some resolution? Uh, really just two things. Okay. Uh, first of all, I, I'm confused about how much money Will has throughout this entire movie. Uh, because there are times where it seems as if he's really on the rocks. Like, he, it's, he's not going to be able to even call an Uber to drive him 200 miles. Like, and granted, that's not cheap, Bill, but I mean, he, he's in theory a millionaire, so I'm not sure. But then there's other times where he has, it seems like a fair amount of money. Uh, but then at the very end, he says, you know, I had a lot of money that was offered to me. Nah. And I, I don't think I'm going to take it. No. Uh, instead, I'm going to take a part of it because that's cool. And I just, that's a choice. That's a choice. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not a choice I would make. Uh, but it's it was a, choice. a choice. It's a choice. What's up with that? What's up with that? I am fascinated with the decision that was made. In the interview that they're doing, the, the, uh, the post-interview, after he gets jumped in the alley. 
Um, they bring out the they bring out Kelsey, Kelsey yeah. and Kelsey sits down, and two times they cut to this like GoPro shot attached to a ceiling fan. Yeah. And like at one point, he like looks up and says, "I'm not doing it for your blog." Like, does she have a past with this? Like, is she always going into rooms and just putting cameras on ceiling fans? That's her thing? What was that? And why did he know the camera was there? They're not bothering yeah, anyone else. She looked up earlier. She I looked know, up earlier. But why? My thing was the camera, when you saw the camera shot, it looked the same as the cameras they were filming the reality right. show with. So I was confused about the whole thing. Yeah. Why yeah, is there a camera sense. up there? She thought that was the best angle. Way up, way up high. Yeah, 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 sure. Which actually is how Virtual's watching us right now. Yeah, hey guys. What a great shot. You're three million followers. <laughs> um, I I need to know more information about this dad. He gives a heck of a speech. He he really does. He went all in on that speech. It worked really well. But is he the worst manager of a candy apple and cream and sugar shop on the planet? <laughs> um, he. He says, your mom was really good with the books. Okay, so you're not good with money. But he also says, after Hannah was on the reality show, business is better than it's ever been. And then we see that the business is tanking. So what was it like before Hannah went on the show? Was he just not, does he have the money and not pay the bills? Is it like the bills are coming in? He's like, how do I pay these? Let me go swim in my hundreds. Or is it like, what, why? Like, I'm confused because you can't have both of those things. The business can't be the best it's ever been. And you can't pay your bills if you've been open since, like for years and years and years. So what, I just want you to know what went wrong yeah. there. Is what yeah. I'm saying. More than fair. More, More than, than fair. fair. More than fair. We did it, everybody. We did it. Wow. The engagement plot. Hey, the engagement plot. So good. Now, Panda, I gotta ask you. It's your it's your last show. Last one. Last one. I know. Yeah. Did you did you prepare a double decker of the week? I think I did, Brian. You oh, did? Wow. I did. Who who do we have? I do have a double dagger of the week, um, but I, it's hard to pronounce his name, and I'm usually really good at this. Um, I think it's Italian. It's uh, it's da Danielle Pandolfi. No, Daniel Pandolf. Daniel oh. Pandolf. I don't. Um, I really should have gotten that first name right. It's my name. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, I think he does go by Panda, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and, uh, I, I, I think we, like, we sent out some people for research. We did. We had, we had everybody do the deep dive. The do the deep we had dive. A, it was an exclusive 24 hour Google plus subscription that expired. Yes. Right. But in that time, we did get some information on our double decker of the week, Daniel right. Pandolf. So let's kick it over to the people and see what they say. Oh, we're doing this? Fine. Okay, Panda, you can have your sabbatical. You can step back for a season or two, I guess. And if you're not going to be around, I would be remiss in not thanking you for everything you've done. For creating a safe space for all the socially awkward. For being such a grand leader of all socially awkward. For your open heart, your willingness to laugh. And, oh, that laugh is so infectious. 
you have our internal gratitude and our thanks for everything that you've done and all that you've created. But just remember, we're ride or die people here. So you think about that. <laughs> and don't tell Dan. But you had me at sewing kit. <laughs> Let's face it, if it weren't for you, I never would have come up with this. Son of a... <laughs> so we love you we're going to miss you good luck on your future endeavors oh panda come back soon panda i miss you already be well take care stay in touch and um can you bring me some uh eucalyptus leaves because i'm kind of hungry oh wait that's a um that's a koala Never mind. <laughs> I appreciate most about Panda is his opinions on the movies because I agreed with him way more often than I did with either Bran or Grumpy Dan. How dare you, Kane? A great travel movie with a princess theme. It's got a castle. He loves it. Always makes me happy. Even if the story has major plot holes. I just want to thank you for the shout out house flipper on the pod a couple weeks ago flipper and i are really happy with the feedback it's been so tremendous that we've been able to hire a couple new employees shamu and willie will be starting next month and we just it's going to be sky's the limit panda's really a top shelf top notch kind of guy i've known him since we were children we went to nursery school together we met in the hospital actually there was an accident playing hide and seek we ended up in the peekaboo icu oh yes panda without you who's going to teach us things like horses our heads and rumps i'm gonna miss you when i wish you all the best but you're leaving gives me the big sads mm-hmm. what i really love about you panda is um how easily swayed you are because that's a hard relate for me um you know you go in and you're absolutely determined that you're on one particular end of an argument and then somebody says i don't know half a sentence and you end up completely on the other end of it i love that i love that as i say that's a hard relate for me so um thank you for everything that you are and do brian herald kick rocks going to miss um all the stories that you tell with awkward situations positions and conversations i hope we didn't put you in an awkward position right now if so don't blame the double deckers and uh, me and my friend here just want to wish yes. you the best of luck. Andrew had to make his appearance here. I know he's here also in person, so I'm just going to, if that's got awkward, I'm sorry. <laughs> just wanted to give a shout out to all the good times you provided over the last four years with the, um, with the Deck the Hallmark podcast. Lots of fun. I truly appreciate the fact that when you made a decision... You stood by it. You didn't allow people to change or influence you one way or the other. I give you lots of credit for that. That's not easy to do with the pressure from Bran and Dan. Panda, there aren't enough words. I may have cried literal actual tears when you shared the news, and I'm still completely heartbroken. This podcast has become a bigger part of my life than I ever thought possible. 
Uh, the community that you guys have created is something truly special, and I am forever grateful. Thank you for the laughs, the tears, and everything in between the past four years. Uh, now go take care of yourself and your family, and then get your butt back here, because I don't think any of us are accepting this as a permanent resignation. So what I appreciate most about Panda is um, his improv skills. He just jumps right in and usually says something quite hilarious on purpose or by accident. I appreciate it. Um, and the other thing I appreciate is when uh, one of the other guys says something funny and then in the background you just hear this wheeze that turns into this loud laugh. And I think Panda wins the best laugh award, so I do appreciate that. Uh, my favorite memory of Panda's is actually his dance reel. It's minute 1623. Uh, that into a fuete turn into a twizzle flip, it brings tears to my eyes. Um, ask him ask him to reenact it maybe at Bramblefest. That'd be awesome. One of my favorite memories of us, I have several, but the first night that we met... We were in Times Square, and it was right before you guys were going to be on Good Morning America, and we recorded a podcast all together, and it was so much fun, and you and I sat together when we were recording the show, and we had so many laughs, and I just felt so instantly connected to you. And I think my favorite memory with Panda, I got to go with Lindy Booth. Hi, Panda. I'm sure there's nothing I can say that everybody else hasn't already said, including how loved you are we love you we will miss you please come back as much as you can um you bring you bring so much joy to so many people so thank you you're our mermaid panda i hope for the best for you i have always appreciated your sense of humor and how you stand by it no matter what <laughs> it's my favorite thing um something that i say frequently like if i uh, take something hot out of the oven or if i just touch something that's hot i say hot mama hot mama which is from a story that you told um and i actually you are the reason i started religiously listening to the podcast uh one of the first episodes i listened to was the christmas ring in 2020 um and throughout the episode, Bran is asking you to do lists of things. And one of the things is um, five things that you're excited about for spring. And one of your responses is big spring. <laughs> um, and just thinking about it makes me laugh. Um, so I encourage uh, you to go back and listen to it because it's really funny. Um, one of my favorite memories is when you and Dan um, heroically finished eating the cookies during Cookie Palooza, which was a historic and iconic event, especially in the history of the podcast. One of the greatest things I think that you've ever done is for uh, my friend Emily. Uh, she has her birthday around Christmas time, and she's more on the like side. And one of your one of the favorite for her that uh, you recorded a video uh, for her to wish her a happy birthday. Panda, thanks for all the laughs, the one-liners, and the fun times. We're going to miss you so much and wish you and your family nothing but blessings in the future. Hi, Panda. I just wanted to say thank you so much for all of the laughs and really just for the time that you spent sharing your awesome self with us through the podcast. Uh, you are truly one of a kind, and I mean that in the best way possible. And I'm so grateful that I got to meet you at Rama Drama because I think you're just an incredible human being. And I am honored to call you friend. Um, and 
I wish you the very best. I hope to see you on the Facebook page and in a couple future episodes. Bye. Hi, I'm Cole. I love Panda because of his unique name and his clap. I appreciate about Panda is his ability to cultivate and to share joy through both moments of complete honesty and also through off-the-wall, wild, yes and humor. Um, His ability to do that in both ways um, is something that don't take for granted and deeply grateful that he's been willing to share with us um, both on the podcast and off. Thank you, Panda. I think one of my favorite most random moments might have been when you asked to take a picture of my shoes to send to your wife. Um, There's definitely a first for everything. But really, um, all these years of laughter has truly been a delight. Um, It's been definitely like a big fun, maybe six. Panda, you basically are my deck the hallmark spirit animal. I don't know if it's because we're both um, a little on the quirky side. I don't know if it's because we were both homeschooled or if it's the Michigan thing, but um, I've always felt like, okay, since you're the only one that's going to watch this, I'm just going to tell you right now. <laughs> so glad nobody else is going to see this. You are totally my favorite. And those other guys, they can kick rocks. Where is it? Where did I top shelf right where you belong because you have given me so many hours of laughter and you're the sweetest guy that middle chair it's never going to be the same without you so make sure you come back and visit often i'm going to miss your laugh every single time one of the guys says something funny i'm just like can brian harold laugh like that like i don't (laughs) think so so you know he might need to work on that um but yeah, I, I really appreciate you and and all of your bits, you know, new M, like, I mean, not that you're new M, of course, but like new M will disappear now. He won't come back on the show because he was like, I can't come back on the show because if Panda's not there, then then I, I can't do it. Like, it's part of my contract. <laughs> So obviously we're going to lose new M, um, but in all seriousness, you know, Panda, you're top notch. Some might say that you're top shelf, you're big fun, maybe six. And all of these things that we say are from you. Like forget Bran and Dan, like you don't need those guys. Like, you're going to do way better on your own. So you don't need no man. Um, I really enjoyed listening to him on the podcast, and I'm truly going to miss his scalding hot takes and um, all the bits that he comes up with. Um, New M is like one of my all-time favorite bits, and um, I hope he comes back and visits a lot because I'm definitely going to miss him. In your future, I wish many road trips, many castles and all of the water of comfortable temperature. <laughs> what I like about Panda is how he's always the mediator and the middle ground of all the feelings towards the movies or situations that he is talking about, uh, just kind of keeping everything level and just kind of always bringing everything back together. And I always appreciated that about Panda. My favorite memory of you is... Um, when you were talking about the M&Ms and how all of the germs 
fall down to the bottom. Uh, this is pre-COVID, but uh, that clearly did not hold up, and I still laugh about it to this day. I think my favorite memory is probably uh, one of the deep dives you did about um, uh, fruit friends. Uh, that was one of the businesses someone was going to start. Send your friend a life-size statue of themselves made out of fruit. <laughs> But we will miss you and all of your Google and your Google Plus and everything that goes along with that. And again, best of luck. Bye. Bye. I have listened to your podcast through many, many, many miles of training for marathons and three-day races. And people in the neighborhood are used to seeing me run around um, laughing like crazy. And they don't know what I'm laughing at. <laughs> but it's you guys. And you will definitely be missed. And in the immortal words of Sammy Sonic, I'll leave you with this. I know how I want to close my tabs. I know how I want to close my tabs. I know how I want to close my tabs. Close my tabs. Closing tabs. Panda's new beginning, but he'll be missed here. Thank you so much. That's better he'll than be missed. That's it. Oh my God. can tell you're not going to be missed at all. Uh, nobody likes you, yeah. and um, you can see yourself out. Okay. Um, buddy, uh, I've always considered you a brother and a friend. Um, I know that won't change with you being gone, but uh, getting to do this and getting to uh, laugh and love and hang out with you, um, even when uh, we kind of went our separate ways from from teaching and working, has been uh, the absolute uh, pleasure of my life. So I appreciate it, and uh, I love you, buddy, love so, you. so very much, too. Love you, too, sir. And um, I'm, 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 I'm oddly emotional tonight, and it's not because you're leaving the podcast. It's no. <laughs> like, you only have, like, two good years left, and... <laughs> You were and you were. Gonna, I always you were counted this for the funeral, but yeah, I always right counted on you. you being here for those two years. Yeah, and now no, it's just going to be weird. Yeah, um, so I hate that, but I love you, buddy. And um, this isn't this isn't goodbye. <laughs> it's just have a good summer and <laughs> a fall. Yeah. <laughs> and I and I do I do want to know how your weekend was. Uh, it's a, just let me know whenever you can. Let me know whatever you can. Um, but thanks, buddy. Love you, buddy. It's a good time every time. Just, just do, do it. it. Oh my goodness. Hi. Speech. Speech. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> because I'm great at improv. Uh, this will be amazing. Uh, guys, you have been just a huge blessing. I have just loved 
being a part of Deck the Hallmark. Uh, I love these two guys. Uh, they're my two dearest friends in the whole world. Uh, and you guys, this community is absolutely, um, man, it's been a source of encouragement for me. Uh, you guys have made some of my tough days really, really good. Uh, and you guys are just, man, uh, the reason I want to keep doing this and the reason I want to keep being a part of the Facebook group. And uh, I love you guys, and I mean that sincerely. And I'm, I'm proud to be a part of this community, and it's because of you guys. So thank you. Thank you for this. This means more than you guys will ever know. Thank you. You ready May, for this one last time, ready? buddy? Yeah. Do you want to, should we make him do it solo and make it really weird? <laughs> We turn out all, turn the, off all, all the lights. <laughs> there was a theme of socially awkward in those videos that did make me happy. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, well, that's it for this episode of Deck the Hallmark. Until next time, may we be the first to wish you a Merry Christmas. Podcast is produced by Tracy Noah's name. It's recorded live in, yeah, that Greenville, South Carolina. For more information on Deck the Hallmark, you can go to deckthehallmark.com. that help keep the lights on here at the studio feel free to listen feel free to turn it off whatever you want to but either way thanks so much for your support